It's time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. They waited until after hours on Friday, but the Supreme Court actually did the right thing. They upheld nationwide access to the abortion pill mifeprestone, at least temporarily. By a 7-2 vote, the justices placed a hold on that lower court ruling from Texas-based U.S. District Judge Matthew Kaczmarek that would have stripped mifeprestone's approval by the FDA, even though the drug has been on the market for more than 20 years. If you're wondering who the two dissenters were, come on, you know, Alito and Thomas. While we're on the subject of the Supreme Court, the Senate Judiciary Committee on Friday invited Chief Justice John Roberts to testify at a hearing related to the ethics of the court, as well as potential reforms to the ethics rules. In a letter sent to Roberts, the chair of the committee, Dick Durbin, wrote that in the past decade, quote, there's been a steady stream of revelations regarding justices falling short of the ethical standards expected of other federal judges and indeed of public servants generally. Durbin added that there had been a failure of the court to address these issues and that the, quote, status quo is no longer tenable. The request comes amidst fallout from allegations of ethical violations by Justice Clarence Thomas. Stay tuned. So in the past week alone, we've learned of a few instances of people knocking on the wrong doors or turning around in the wrong driveway and getting shot because of these innocent mistakes. And it happened again. This time in the very upscale community of Southwest Ranches in Broward County, Florida. Two Instacart workers, a 19-year-old Waldus Thomas and 20-year-old Diamond D'Arville, were on the phone with a customer trying to figure out how to get to their house on April 15th when they drove onto the property of Antonio Cacavale. The homeowner and his son went to tell the driver to leave and allegedly fired two bullets into the vehicle. What is wrong with us? Saturday was Earth Day. Did you get out and do anything related to the Earth? Well, President Biden did. The Environmental Protection Agency is slated to announce measures requiring gas-fired power plants to capture carbon from their smokestacks. If implemented, these new regulations would be the first time that the federal government has placed restrictions on carbon dioxide levels being emitted from power plants. Currently, less than 20 of the 3,400 coal and gas burning plants in the U.S. use carbon capture technology. But the Biden administration is reportedly hoping that these new guidelines will be able to decarbonize the energy sector within the next 12 years. These new regulations would replace previous energy plans from both former presidents Barack Obama and the guy who came after him. Speaking of climate-related disasters, Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, announced Saturday that he would ask the Biden administration to send federal aid to Broward County after torrential flooding earlier this month. Problem is, DeSantis' announcement came more than a week after two feet of rain fell in some parts of Broward County and Fort Lauderdale metropolitan area, severely damaging around 1,000 homes and leaving some areas drenched in more than three feet of water. DeSantis has been out of the state ever since, and it took him more than a week to even address the disaster in Broward County. And rather than heading home to deal with a climate disaster, DeSantis has made a trip overseas. Seriously, he's on a, quote, international trade mission, traveling to Japan, South Korea, Israel, and the UK. Oy, what could possibly go wrong? 
It's the beginning of a new week and there's a lot going on. Jury selection is set to begin in the trial of the man accused of killing 11 people and wounding several others at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh on October 27th of 2018. Federal prosecutors are seeking the death penalty on charges that include obstruction of free exercise of religious beliefs resulting in death use and discharge of a firearm to commit murder and possession of a firearm during a violent crime. This mass shooting was the deadliest anti-Semitic attack in U.S. history. On Tuesday, Joe Biden is expected to formally announce his bid for a second term with the release of a campaign-style video that would coincide with the anniversary of his announcement four years ago of his candidacy. Also on Tuesday, the trial in that civil lawsuit brought by columnist and author E. Jean Carroll against the former guy Trump is expected to get underway in Manhattan. Carroll alleges that Trump raped her in a New York City department store dressing room in the mid-90s. She first sued Trump for defamation in 2019 after he denied the rape and said, she's not my type, and alleged that she made the claim to boost sales of her book. Just last week, Trump's attorney said that the former guy wishes to appear at the trial, but that his attendance should not be necessary because it would be a burden on the city and the court. Oh, please. On Thursday, we'll get an initial reading on the health of the U.S. economy in the first quarter when the Commerce Department releases its gross domestic product report for quarter one. And get ready, Saturday for the return of the Nerd Prom. Yes, the 2023 White House Correspondents' Dinner will be back at full speed. Daily Show correspondent Roy Wood Jr. will be responsible for this year's entertainment. And that's just a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com, and please click on that donate button. You've probably heard me talk about my dog, Jackson. He's my baby boy. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten really finicky about eating. He used to get so excited about food, he'd literally spin. Well, not anymore. In fact, I often have to spoon feed him to get him to eat. Well, no more. Not since we started feeding him fresh food made with whole ingredients, backed by veterinary science. It's Nom Nom. Now, I actually tried making food for him myself. I'd cook up big batches of chicken or beef with vegetables and rice or potatoes. But without knowing what I was doing, he wasn't getting the vitamins and minerals he needed and certainly not in the correct balance. That's all changed now with Nom Nom. Go to trynom.com, T-R-Y-N-O-M.com slash sent by Nicole. They'll ask you some questions about your pup and tailor a specific amount of individually packaged Nom Nom meals and send them to you. By using my special URL, trynom.com slash sentbynicole, you'll get 50% off of your first order, plus free shipping, and it's a great way to help support this show too. Again, that's trynom.com slash sentbynicole, plus Nom Nom comes with a money-back guarantee. If your dog's tail isn't wagging within 30 days, Nom Nom will refund your first order. No fillers, no nonsense, just Nom Nom.